Welcome to the Self Love Breakfast Club, where we have honest conversations about health, wellness, and of course, self love with amazing women who aren't afraid to give it to us straight. Real life, real advice, and no BS. I'm your host, Crystal Rose, and today I'm serving self love for breakfast. Hello, and welcome back to the Self Love Breakfast Club podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Rose. I'm so grateful you're here with me today. Today is part two. If you guys listened to um, last week's episode, I was on the Break Free from Binge Eating podcast with Victoria Kleinsman. Um, we did part one last week, and this week is part two. So before we get into the, before we get into it, um, I just want to remind you guys that the Self Love Breakfast Club Club is open. It is going. <laughs> And if you want to learn more about it and you haven't listened to episode 112, then check it out. It is literally all about the club. It is tells you what you get. It tells you why. It tells you all that stuff. So if you haven't listened to episode 112, it just came out a couple weeks ago, go check it out and you get to learn about the club and all of the good stuff from my mouth. Um, so yeah, and or you can just go to selflovebreakfastclub.com and... Skip that <laughs> if you've already listened, whatever. Uh, yeah, and if you guys um, aren't on my text list, I always like to remind you because I give away little perks. Um, I give uplifting messages. Um, I send out so much love. And these are the people that I send things to first. Like they are the first to know. They were the first to know that the club was going live and when. Um, they are the first to know when I am up to something, when I'm doing something, when I'm giving away free stuff, I give it to them first. Uh, these are my people. So if you are not on my text list and it's just me and you guys, it's not like you're not in a group chat. It's just me and you. Um, you can text me directly. I text back. (laughs) I promise. My number is 704-270-6577. Just text SLBC to that number. And there'll be a link, click on the link, save me to your contacts. Boom. You can text me at any time. Um, obviously if it's in the middle of the night, I probably won't reply until the next day, but you get it. Um, and we can text each other and you guys can be privy to all of the goodies that I hand out. So yeah, without further ado, we will dive right on into part two of my interview on the break free from binge eating podcast with Victoria. And I I know recently you've um, been through some dietary changes, like from your dietitian and things like that. (laughs) Um, I loved what you said about now you used to restrict because you hated your body and now you restrict, well, because of your health and because you love yourself. Can you speak to that if you don't mind, like what's been going on and how are you coping with that? Yeah, not at all. So I was just feeling really um, fatigued and just my cycle was off and I just wasn't feeling good. And I was just so tired of it. You know, I run two businesses, I need energy and I just don't want to feel like I'm dragging myself to every part of my day. And so I went to a holistic doctor and and we did so many labs, so many tests. Um, and it came up that I have leaky gut and um, also that I am non-celiac gluten sensitive. (laughs) So that was devastating because I love pasta and I'm Italian and that's just (laughs) what I, what I enjoy. 
Um, and so, yeah, I had to, right now I'm, I'm in this process of eliminating things. So I have no gluten, no grain, no dairy, no soy, no caffeine and no alcohol. Um, yeah. And also my adrenals, my adrenals are a mess too. So, um, cutting out all of those things makes it really, really difficult and pretty frustrating to find, you know, cause if it checks one box, it doesn't check another and, and it's been frustrating, but I am doing it because I, I love my body and I want it to heal. Um, and I know it's not forever. The gluten will be, but overall the rest of it won't be forever. Um, and yeah, like, that's why people are like, Oh, have you cheated? Or, and I'm like, no, <laughs> It's not, it's not about cheating. I'm not depriving myself because I'm, you know, I'm trying to get skinny. It's, it's that I, I want my body to heal. And so I want to do whatever it takes and, and just cheating just has not occurred to me. It's sad. It sucks sometimes when there's things that I want to eat, but I'm, I can't. Yeah. That's so powerful. And the way you've said no to quite, I'm going to use the ear, the whole quote cheating. <laughs> In the work I do, if like someone has diabetic diabetes or they have mm. to watch their gluten, etc., if the choice is coming from a weight neutral perspective, as in I'm not eating gluten because I actually have a reaction and it causes inf- inflammation, other than mm. secretly I also wish this hope will make me lose weight. It depends yeah. on the reason and the energy behind it, doesn't it? So because it's for your health. Mm. And because you love yourself, it's not like you're exactly as you've said, depriving yourself. It's a choice that you can make yeah. for you. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like, do I want to, do I want to feel as good as I possibly can throughout the day? Or do I want to, you know, eat something that's not going to make my fa- body feel good and then set myself back and then also just, you know, not feel good. Yeah. Have you yeah. noticed yourself feeling better physically since you've been eating the foods that agree with you? Yeah. So, I mean, and there are plenty of things that I'm not allowed to have right now that that won't bother me. It's just because of leaky gut. He wants me to stay away from them. Um, but yeah, no, I feel I have a lot more energy. Um, I'm not doing caffeine at all right now, which is so sad, but (laughs) it's been actually a lot easier than I thought it would. Um, and yeah, I, I have, I was sleeping better when I first started and, um, my digestion is better and just everything overall is just lighter and better. And so I know I'm on the right path. It gets frustrating at times. I will not lie. There's, I've thrown many a tantrums about uh, not being able to eat what I want, or I was just out of town and going to restaurants and feeling very frustrated at the options and, you know, having to make all these substitutions and and not doing it because I'm annoying, you know, doing it because I, I need this or I don't want to react um, so I've definitely thrown a fit or two and I'm very tired of doing it at times, but you know, the, it's a marathon, not a sprint and, and the end outcome is going to be worth it. Mm, I love mm-hmm. that. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I have a listener question if that's okay. Yeah, no, absolutely. Natasha sent him. So Natasha says, how can I be happy when my happiness is related to how I feel in my body? And that's related to how fat I feel. Mm, yeah. So I don't believe happiness, true happiness is related to your body or how you feel about your body. I, I don't believe that. I believe that happiness is a, is a state of being that we all can access. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's about shifting that belief system first and foremost, that 
I am not worthy, I am not lovable, or, you know, I have to do X in order to be loved. And so we need to look at that because when you are able to shift that belief to, I am worthy just because I'm here, Mm. right? I am lovable because I am. Mm. And we believe that and we can start to shift. Then all those other things resolve itself. We're not, we're not going to be happy no matter what our body looks like. It doesn't matter how, how fat, thin, strong looking, you know, muscular, it doesn't matter what it looks like because I, and I've seen this over and over again, and I've experienced this myself, no matter how amazing I looked, the inside was just not in alignment. And so I didn't feel good and I wasn't happy. So I think seeing, viewing the happiness because of how you look or how you feel about your look is an illusion and it's, it's not getting to what, what really generates happiness. Because you're, if you keep looking at for that, you'll never be happy. Yeah. I came to that realization after 30 years of diet, binge cycling, fitness modeling, being yeah. obsessed, thinking, oh, I've got the quote, the body now. And I still wasn't happy. And I was so driven by anxiety and worry. And it was this control obsession that was not making me happy. Whereas it's ironic, like you said earlier, with changing who you believe you are, changing your beliefs and coming back to self-love because I'm the biggest I've ever been mm. physically, but I'm the happiest and the most self-loving I've ever been. And that's yeah. nothing to do with my body. It's it's the work I've done in my heart. It is mindset work as well. When something goes wrong in the moment, I can just come back and be like, okay, yes. how do I choose to see this? It's yes. a choice. But I've had to shift a lot. I wear a bracelet still. It says um, the initials, what would my higher self do? That helps yeah, me. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love up. that. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a choice, you mm. know, to work on yourself is a choice and, and to be happy is a choice. Yeah, I fully believe that. And again, when I heard that statement before, it made me really angry. Yeah. <laughs> I got really angry, like, oh, happiness is a choice. And I was like, well, how the hell can it be a choice if this person has, and I loved what I used to say, you have made me feel this way. (laughs) (laughs) Where now I'm the one saying, nobody can actually make you feel a certain way. It triggers something within you and then you feel like it has nothing to do with the person. They're just a mirror for you. Right, yeah. How fun are (laughs) triggers, right? Like how fun is it to be activated by another person? Because it just shows you that there's work to do there. (laughs) I still have work to do. Only last night. My fiance says something to me about something to do with the food I'd eaten. And I'm, I'm living in total food freedom now and have done for a mm. long time. But he, what, he, didn't, he never means anything from a place of judgment. But because I still have some deep shit, mm-hmm. I noticed that my spikes went up. And I was yeah. kind of like, it's none of your business, like what I choose to eat and when and how and why. And I then, you know, spoke to him and said you know I feel very triggered right now and I know it's not you and it's me and we're lucky enough we can have that conversation but it's so interesting to like to my physical body reacted to his innocent comment and like like I said my little spikes came up my defensive mechanisms like how dare you talk about what I'm allowed to eat or not to eat it's just so funny that it's still there after all this work yeah I mean your body it, your body signals you, right? That's information. Mm. It's giving you information when you, uh, 
<laughs> tense up and you get you get yeah. upset. That is that is information. And then it's like, okay, what what needs to be healed here? Or what needs to be loved here? Because there's something there's something still here. And we will always have work to do. Oh my goodness! Right. Can you Every time it in, it'll be boring. <laughs> right? Yeah, I know. Every time I'm like, okay, maybe we're good now. It's like something else comes. <laughs> yeah. Hell no, no good. I'm not good. <laughs> No way. Yeah. We got a long ways to go. <laughs> I would, you know, have you heard of Eckhart Tolle? Tolle? Um, he, he's got the book, The Power of Now. I might be saying his name mm-hmm. a bit strange. He's like a really divine spiritual leader. And I was going to ask you as a little bit of a joke. I wonder if he ever gets triggered. But if you don't know how he shows up so almost like Buddha, so peaceful, mm-hmm. Zen and he always talks about the only moment we have is now which of course it is I just wondered if in fact I will ask you do you think like deeply healed spiritual beings ever still get triggered I I think they must in some ways I think they must I think it's probably a lot more minimal because I know you know even in my experience things that used to you know ping the hell out of my system (laughs) um no longer ping it and I just notice Right. And then, mm-hmm. but then there's something else that, that now I, I, I notice. And then, and over time, there are some things that literally do nothing to me. I don't, I don't even notice it anymore because it just isn't, it's something I've, I've healed and I've worked through. Um, but I'm, I'm assuming, you know, for some of these, these leaders that they likely still do. And it's probably very minimal and it's probably not, you know, quite as often because we always are going to have something to work on. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it may just be a different level. Yeah. I get that. I was secretly hoping if there was ever, <laughs> I think my ego was like secretly kind of like, I wonder if these triggers never stop. Yeah. I'm well, fine. That's enlightenment, me. right? Like that's enlightenment. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and I think it's a perfect time to move on to the word judgment. So mm-hmm. a lot of the clients I work with, I used to be so scared of what people thought of me. What advice can you give to someone who really is so fearful mm-hmm. of what others are going to think about them or say about them? Yeah. So I'll speak to fear, right? Like, so fear is generally just like our brain trying to keep us safe. Mm. And this was really helpful. Like our bodies and our, and our brains, we're still running the same operating system, the same hardware uh, as we were tens of thousands of years ago, right? Like that has not changed because you can't really upgrade our physiology. Like you just can't. So our brain doesn't, hasn't really caught up. It doesn't really know that, you know, if we turn a corner, there could be a bear there. And so it signals us all the time that we could just die. So maybe we get an email and it was kind of mean. We feel the same way that we would feel. We have that fight or flight response like we would if we turn a corner and see a bear (laughs) or a saber tooth tiger or something. Right. And so our brain is telling us, don't do that. It's not safe. And we're like, yeah, you're right. You're right. (laughs) it's not safe right and so we just allow this fear and this like four million year old lizard brain to basically tell us not to do things because if we do we're going to die it's going to feel so bad that you'll die and so I think it's building evidence it's doing like maybe like the smallest little step forward what is something that you're afraid to do it's not like the end you know the, the furthest thing that you're most terrified to do but it's just one thing that you're afraid to do do it, see what happens, right? 
We all have rough first drafts, like no one gets to escape and, and be amazing right off the bat on something new. Like we just, we don't get to do that unless you're my husband, he's good at everything, but (laughs) (laughs) you know, but it's, it's like, we don't get to have that. And so what if someone says something to you, right? What if someone is mean? What does that say about them, right? Like, what does that say about the kind of person who feels the need to go out of their way to tell you something that might make you feel bad? says a lot more about them than it does about you and about you actually putting yourself out there and taking a risk and trying something new. So it's easy to just say, don't care about what other people think, right? That's, that's easy. Don't care. Why do you care? Um, But I think when you understand that this fear is just like an innate thing, um, that's not really real. You're not going to die if you try something, try something new or start a business or, you know, venture out and take a risk we shouldn't (laughs) um and yeah (laughs) yeah and you're not gonna die if people say something mean to you on the internet or or elsewhere yeah it brings me one of my coaches I had a a coach her name Momoko and she said to me fear is a false experience appearing real Mm. the acronym for that and I I absolutely love that and it reminds me as well during one of my many counseling and psychotherapy sessions I've had over the years (laughs) She said to it, I was in a really bad place about my body image as usual. And I was really, really anxious about going to this works party because I'd put on loads of weight again because I kept going up and down, up and down. And I was mm. at my heaviest again. And I was really, really scared about going, getting dressed up for this party. Everyone expected me to be there, blah, blah, blah. Also had the pressure of last time most of them saw me. I was doing like kind of some modeling work. So I was like a lot smaller and I was mm. so petrified of the judgment and I remember she said to me okay let's say you go to this party and let's say because you don't know because they're unlikely going to say it out loud to you but Mm -hmm. let's say the worst thing happens and they think oh look at Victoria she's put weight on and then what and then I remember sitting there my mind just completely blew because I was like and then what and I couldn't answer because (laughs) nothing and that and I remember exactly where I was sat I remember the smell of the room like for me that was a prominent moment on my journey where something just switched and although of course it didn't just make me magically better and I didn't just go and show up confidently something inside me just switched as in to say it doesn't matter because I'm not going to die anyway right And and what I loved about the way she was showing up for me was a lot of people who don't who not, who are not into this work try and say oh no no it's okay your fear's not going to happen I'm going to reassure you but actually if we can face our fears yes. head on and welcome them and then it kind of just dissolves it's so crazy yeah yeah because we just build it up so big in our head to be something you know mm-hmm. way bigger than it is but it's like okay well what's your worst case scenario you know, like, is it, do you want to start a business? Okay. What if your business fails and then what you're back to where you are right now? So you're in your worst case scenario. Okay. Yes. <laughs> right? Like what, what is the worst that could absolutely happen? And I love that. Well, then uh, you've also learned if you're in the worst case scenario, you're back where you started. You've actually got knowledge mm-hmm. from the quote fail yeah. that you didn't have before you didn't do anything. Exactly. You, you've evolved and you've grew as a person yeah. every time. 
Yeah. We need it. We need adversity to grow. Like life is not just going to be smooth and flowy all the time. We all wish it could be, but it's just, that's not how it works. No, it's messy and wonderful and unpredictable and hard and lovely and all the things. Yes. (laughs) And talking about business, do you have your own business with clothing for women who actually train and have muscles? Yeah. So that's what, so when I got into my fitness journey and I was in it for about a year or so, my body really shifted and changed. And it was probably the first time I felt, I went into a dressing room and felt good. And and I was like confident and I liked how my body looked and, and then nothing fit me. Yeah. (laughs) I was so angry. I like left in like, with like angry tears because I just spent two hours trying on clothes. I went in so many departments and something would be like, you know, fitted here, gapy there, you know, the waist would be huge on me, but then like my butt and thighs were being strangled and it was just really frustrating. And that's where I just was like, you know, someone should do something about this. (laughs) And then eventually a couple of weeks later, I was like, okay, why not me? You know, I couldn't stop thinking about it. And so I just decided, and and there were many evolutions of the business model and the business, you know, we started trying to really reinvent the wheel and we just didn't need to. Um, But yeah, now we are a boutique um, that I I especially go out and and hand select um, items for the store that are made to fit women with muscles and muscular frames. Um, You know, the curves that, that the mainstream fashion industry aren't really looking to support so yeah (laughs) I definitely need to investigate with you because I have the same problem I've got big legs big bones small waist big arms yeah back (laughs) yeah it's I mean and it's hard it's even hard you know for me like trying to find these things is a real challenge because I'm I'm buying wholesale and so I have to you know is this going to work is this cut the right way and sometimes I've, I've bought stuff and it showed up not the right fabric breakdown or just something that won't work. And then I have to either eat the cost or try to get it sent back. And um, yeah, it's, it's rough because what's out there right now is not very inclusive. It's just not, not in the boutique world. Um, And then for someone small like me, you know, I I can't make all of our stuff and make sure I can be majorly size inclusive. So it is very challenging. And I've had many girls get mad at me for certain things, (laughs) Um, but I just know that I'm, I'm doing the best that I can and I'm trying to serve who I can and, and that's all I can do. Exactly that. And let's yes. talk about the self-love breakfast club and the exciting news that's coming up with that. Yeah. Share. Yeah. So I, I've had the self-love breakfast club podcast for a little, a little bit now, a couple of years almost. Um, and you know, for me, it was about like, let's, I love community building. I built a community around the store. And it's just such a safe, wonderful environment. And I thought, you know, I want to do this, but on a, on a different level, on a level where we're all working on ourselves. And so after doing the podcast for a while, it was kind of like, okay, what next? And a community just felt kind of natural. So I'm, I'm in the process of, I mean, it should be really soon. I, I had kind of tried to make myself force the, force the launch. And I realized I don't have to do that. Let's slow down and just let it flow. Um, but yeah, it's just going to be this beautiful community of women who we're all owning our own shit, right? <laughs> like we're all showing up and it doesn't matter your, you know, what your beliefs are. It doesn't matter, um, who you voted for. Like, we don't care about that. You're here because you're working on yourself and you want to be a loving, kind human to yourself and others mm-hmm. and support other people in their journeys. Um, and then I get to provide tools that, 
I use with my clients and my one-on-ones, but, you know, kind of broken down into this like a biteable kind of um, audios and videos and whatnot. So, uh, and workshops and stuff with experts, you know, just kind of teaching, teaching and, and hopefully some meetups and things like that. So I'm really, really excited because I know, I think it's needed. There's a lot of this for like women business owners, you know, there are communities for business owners, but I haven't really seen many that are, you know, for people who are just women who are working on themselves and want to have that support. Yeah, that is so exciting. And of course, I'm going to link everything below anyway. Do you yeah. have, is there a sales page or a landing page or a wait list they can go to for that? Yep, just selflovebreakfastclub.com. Amazing. And I looked at your website. You're not taking one-to-one clients at the moment. You're full. Is that right? Is there a wait list for? So right now, um, you know, I'm, I'm actually in the process of, um, I'll be shifting my offers for next year. I have clients that are, that have been with me for almost 10 months. They'll, they'll end in October. Um, it's been amazing working with each of them and their journeys. Um, and I will likely have one-on-one spaces open for VIP days, um, this fall. So there is that. And then there will be like some one-on-one opportunities, but I definitely won't have quite the time commitment, (laughs) um, that I had before which is good. I think it's good for both of us, you know? Yeah. And then this membership is the way to go if they want to work with you and have access to you and your wisdom and all those things. Yeah. And like, you know, maybe you're not ready to do a, a invest in yourself and do a full one-on-one or join a group program, or, you know, maybe you just want to start small and get a little taste of things. Um, that's what this is for. It's, it's to get in and get, you get to be, have access to me and my style and, how I work and the community and all of that. And then it's kind of, you know, what's the next step? And if you want to take the next step and we're here for you. That's so exciting. And where can they find you on your own social media, Facebook, anywhere else? And what you Yeah. Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram. Um, and I believe it's the same on Facebook. It's, um, at Extel Rose. So it's just facebook.com slash Extel Rose or Instagram at Extel Rose. Um, and you can just, my regular website is crystalrose.com and it's C-H-R-Y-S-T-A-L. Oh, I'll put everything below as well. So they yeah. can, they can find you easily, Perfect. but I would like you to lead the listeners with, I would say between one to three things mm. you would like to leave them with for their self-love journey going forward. Oh, one to three things. Okay. So compassion, I think it's really, really important to have compassion for yourself and for others. Um, you know, it's, it's easy to have compassion for the person who's struggling, but you know, the jerks need compassion too, because they're hurting inside. They just, they just exhibit it in a different way. That does not mean to let them walk all over you. It's just, you know, having that compassion, that understanding for other people and for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's so, so, so I cannot stress enough having compassion for yourself through all of your processes. Cause we're never going to get there fast enough for ourselves. We're never going to get there good enough for ourselves. Like have that compassion. Mm-hmm. Um, and second one, I would say, create space, take, take a few breaths. If something is upsetting you or activating you take some space, right? You can do that. You don't have to respond right away. You don't have to jump to, to do all the things you get to take a couple of deep breaths and, and take a step back. And you can do that in just about any scenario. Um, I think creating space is one of the things that helps shift so much more because we're no longer living by default. We get to choose um, on a relaxed, conscious state. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, and I would also say, you know, maybe stop focusing on the behaviors you have. If you have a behavior that's destructive or damaging, um, it can always, 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 always be traced back to a root. And so just trying to change your behavior, sometimes it's like whack-a-mole and you might resolve something like, you know, maybe by becoming sober, right? But it has to go somewhere. So then what's the other thing? Um, So rather than play whack-a-mole with your behaviors and trying to change your behavior, maybe look a little bit more inward and just see where did this be, where did this stem from? When did I start this? What was the feeling attached to it? What was the, um, yeah, that feeling, what, what was attached to it? And then the words essentially, and and how can I love that part of me more? Mm, wow. I love those. Thank you so much You're for welcome. sharing your wisdom, your time, your energy. The time has literally flew by. Yeah. <laughs> And I will obviously link everything below so they can find you. And I just want to thank you again, Crystal. And I'm excited for your membership and for where you're going to take it. Thank you so much, Victoria. It was wonderful talking to you. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. You're so welcome. I'm sending you so much love and we'll speak soon. Bye-bye. If this episode hit with you, please go out there and share it. Share it in your Instagram stories, send it to a friend who might need it, or even just drop in my DMs on Instagram at Rose and let me know what you think. I love hearing from you guys. Thanks for listening.